All right, everybody, welcome to BO Boys for Wednesday, April 5th. F it, it's a raw feed, and we're doing it live. I'm Clayton. I'm Pat, and Clayton, we've been waiting for this uh, episode for a really long time, and uh, we've had this guest. He called this last year that he needed Mm -hmm. to be on this episode and we were like, of course, of course, we need the voice of a young generation talking about, I think, the movie that is going to maybe define that generation. It is the opening week, opening midweek of the Super Mario Brothers movie 2023. And we could have no better guest co-host for this episode than our longtime favorite from the Great podcast, I Screen, You Scream, for number four, the movies. Four. Our guest tonight is Danny Eskimology. Danny, join us on the special B.O. Boys. There he there is. He is. <laughs> so there. Let's go. Let's go, everybody. So uh, It's Wario. <laughs> so this is why... <laughs> If you are just a podcast listener, it's not enough anymore. You have to become a subscriber on our YouTube channel because you would be seeing right now, Danny is in full costume as Wario. Of course, the mm-hmm. polar. And he's got, is that a Princess Peach outfit that you have with him? No, 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 no. Heck no. Come oh, on. That's the no, Wario, no, no, no. full Wario outfit that he's showing in part. the back. Got it, got it, got it. Uh, okay, okay, yeah. Got yeah. it. He has got the gloves. He has got the mustache. He's got the yellow hat with the W, which is, of course, an upside down M. They capitalized on that. Mm -hmm. He is a Wario. Danny, thank you for joining us on the Super Mario's preview edition of the VO Boys. Pat and Clayton, thank you so much for not only accepting me for this episode, but long time coming. You guys know I'm a gamer, and I sincerely ask you way way after the podcast episode of your avatar, the way of water preview, which I was on there and been thinking about this a lot since I asked you and you guys accepted it. I've been thinking, thinking and thinking until up to this day, been dreading this a lot. So thank you for having me boys, having me boys. Such an honor. We, I mean, no other guests and we love Scott Mendelson. We love Jeff Mm -hmm. Bach. We love, Austin and we love Brandon uh Brandon of Box Office Mojo, Gray. Brandon Gray of Box Office David Mojo, David Thompson, David Thompson, all of our guests we've had on over the years, but I don't think any of them would have came in costume as a Wario. I don't think Scott Mendelson would have done it. So that is Red the from the New Flesh would not have done it. No, no, he would not have done. Well, he may have done it. He may have done it. But he, he may have done it. But uh, it would have been like it, it would have been more gruesome. He would have had blood coming out of the, you know. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. but Danny, yeah. this is amazing. Thank you for being here and dressing as warriors. So right off the bat, I want to get everyone's just overall what what Mario or Wario or Luigi, you know, means to them. Because this the I think the strength of this movie is that it has probably 40 years or so worth of brand recognition and importance to generations of people. So Danny, you are one of the resident youngster correspondents on the BO boys. What is Mario, Super Mario, Mario Kart, Wario? What, what does this IP mean to you? So uh, back in the day of the Nintendo GameCube era, and I'm going to try to be like a little nerdy, even if this is like genetically for listeners of the box office. But if you guys are Mario fans, you know how I how you feel when I talk about this stuff. But let me just go on what I was going to say. So back in the Nintendo GameCube era, I played Mario Party with my siblings back in the day. Like I said, like five when I was like five, six years old, I know the title and I remember all the Mario stuff. I used to have a lot back in the day with my with with the siblings and then. Been watching some of my siblings play them, like my brother, and been growing to Mario all to my own. Made some friends and remember the fonts of having these Nintendo consoles from like the Wii to the 3DS to the 3DS to the Nintendo Switch. I mean, this goes along and on and on how this generation like that and how this IP means 
the mascot to Nintendo's first video game icon since Donkey Kong. Yes, yes. And and you're talking about an era that for you is what? Starting in the early 2000s, mid-2000s, like 2000s? Yeah, mid-2000s, mid-2000s pretty I much. I mean, that is the power of this IP is that is so meaningful. And you're talking about the mid-2000s. I was playing Mario Brothers back in the late 80s. You know, that is that is how long this IP goes back and why this movie is going to be gigantic. So, Clayton, what does Super Mario mean to you? Is Super Mario an important uh, 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 influence on who you are as a person? Is Super Mario something you think about every day when you get up? What does Super Mario mean to you, Clayton? Um, I wouldn't say much, to be honest with you, other than the fact that Mario has been omnipresent for my entire life and, and, and Pat, probably your entire life and, and Dan, definitely your entire life. I mean, one of the first video games I ever played, you know, I was there uh, watching the wizard, the Fred Savage film that unveiled Mario three. I mean, that was a huge, huge deal. Um, Mario Kart in high school used to hang out with my buddies late night, drinking Mountain Dew, playing that game, eating drumsticks, not the, you know, not turkey drumsticks, but the uh, confection, the ice cream confection. And so I have some fond memories uh, related to Mario, but I wouldn't say that I'm a super fan and I am by no means a gamer. I mean, I don't play video games very much. I never really did other than in social settings. So it's going to be interesting, though, because even me, somebody who's not I would say a big gaming person and Pat, you're not a big gaming person. Mario. We know Mario. Mario is just a icon that mm -hmm. has never been exploited as an IP in a good way. Yeah. At least filmatically. Right. Yes. 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 So, yeah, I mean, I, of course, I am no longer a gamer. I have probably not been a gamer for 20 years, but I was a gamer from, probably age six to age, you know, 18. And from six to, I would say, 15 or 16, a serious gamer. And that entire mm -hmm. time, there was always a Mario game that was in the mix. Mario Brothers, yeah. the Super Mario Brothers, uh, Super Mario Brothers 2, Super Mario Brothers 3, Super Mario World, Mario 64. My favorite... One of my all-time favorite titles, Super Mario World. Soup. Love that one. See, that is this this IP, a game that came out before you were born, is one of your favorite games. That is I played this on Mario. the Game Boy Advance where where the edition was Super Mario Advance or something. That was part of the game edition, and I played on Game Boy all, all the time. Love that game. I mean, Mario goes across platforms. I mean Mario Kart. Dr. Mario. Dr. Mario. Dr. Mario. Wario. Was Wario a separate game or is he's he's in Dr. Yeah, Mario? Yeah, he has his own series, the Wario Land and the WarioWare series. So that's like his own sub-series that doesn't count to Mario games, but his own series, the character became grown and popular. So that's why his series was made on its own. Got it. So very interesting, actually. And, and Mario. Before I even be. Oh, I was, going, I was going to say before I got into Wario, I didn't like the character until I got into freshman year of high school. That's when I began loving this character. Okay. From Super Smash Brothers Brawl as a character and then Wario Land Shake It on the Wii. That's where I began loving this character a lot. Super Smash Brothers. We haven't even talked Mario Kart, which of course is a big part of this trailer. That that game. I mentioned Mario Kart. You did mention Mario Kart, but we haven't delved into Mario Kart. It's okay Kart. if you zoned out. It's all right if you zoned out a little bit there, Pat. It, once in a while, we talk, to, we talk to each other so much. If we don't zone uh, out once in a while when the other one's talking, we just won't be able to get through life, you know? Mm -hmm. um, Agreed. So the there are so many Mario games. Did Mario have a part in Tetris? He had his, he had his finger in that pie to some degree, right? Well, I, Mar oh. Dr. Mario was a tet not Tetris esque game. Yeah, it's a it Tetris was, style the, like that. The yeah, pills yeah. had different colors Got and they it. would fall, and then you would have yep. to get rid of lines. So that was a more rudimentary sort of Tetris type game. Got it. So 
these Mario games, the biggest games of all time, everyone has played them. Basically, I would say at this point, the possible fan base for this movie starts at five or six years old now, because there are five or six mm-hmm. year olds who are already getting into Mario. I've got uh, uh, one of our Hollywood insider connections, Deep Popcorn, was telling me that he has got tickets this Saturday because his five-year-old daughter is obsessed with Mario and this is the they've she's been to a few movies in the movie theater but this is the first one that she's legitimately excited about apparently deep popcorn is you know dragged her to a few other movies that she has not been receptive to but she is genuinely enthusiastic about seeing this movie and I think the fan base goes as old as 60 because Mario's mm-hmm. been around on gaming consoles for almost 40 years and all decades and you could have people who got into it when they were in their 20s who are now in their 60s who are excited Mm -hmm. to see this movie this is a ip that has a 5 to 65 possible fan base that is insane and you know what's even insane? Um, so, you know, not kids, not younger kids, teens, tweens, mm-hmm. uh, the build, you know, whatever you're going to say about these type of audiences, the build, the, the stacks, the Billy Checkies or something, whatever you said before, mm-hmm. and the grandpas, the grandmothers, mm-hmm. the cousins, the uncles, you know, everyone that lives in the ni- 1980s, all when Mario began and still lives up to up to this point. This is where they know the name. If they happen to know the games, they happen to know the IP, and they know what their children knows best, they have to take them out to see this kind of movie. It'd be so cruel if they didn't for some reason. Yeah. You know, for what Nintendo said to see this on the biggest screen, the way how Tom Cruise will tell everybody to see this on the biggest screen possible. You can't deny that. Yes. You can't say no to Mario for that. That's a generationally. The answer never to say no. Even kids say never say no. Now, do we well, know, uh, Clayton, do we know if Tom Cruise has commented on the Super Mario Brothers movie? Has he seen it? Has Tom Cruise said? I that- don't think so. Okay. But I feel like it's the back of my mind. He will want people to see these movies on the big yes, screen. Yes. Especially with Top Gun. Especially maybe The Flash, too. Just, to, you know, as a comp, you know? Right. Right. Yeah, right. he has commented on the Flash definitely, but I as of now, I don't think he has commented on Mario either way. But I think in the spirit of his comments, he does want you to see movies theatrically no matter what the film is. Yes. Yep. So, yes. you know, the other thing about Mario is I will say he means a lot to me ethnically because I mm. am an Italian American. And Super Mario and Luigi are possibly Italian-American or possibly they may be first generation from Italy. We've never really determined that. I mean, we always assume Italian-American and they, they, you know, they got the accent from their parents. But Mario and Luigi may be, you know, they may be right off the boat. But either way, I think they hold a great importance to Italians. And then I think to people of other ethnicities, because they just, they're relatable in that immigrant story. Well, representation. Yep. Is important. Yes. And I can see why you have an affinity for these gentlemen. They Mm -hmm. also, according to this new film, their home base is New York city. Okay. So that's another thing that they have in common with you, Pat. Yes. So I see why you're very excited to see this film. Very excited. Yeah. It's it's more than it's my childhood or anything like that. It's just my people. It is it is mm-hmm. like, you know. Uh, I respect that. Yeah. I didn't think that's honorable, but wow, that's very honorable of that. Yes. Yes. Very nice. Very nice. It will be very now, honorable Pat, what when do you I think? see this in IMAX. So you now we don't want to get into because I I don't believe this makes a difference, okay. but I can't speak on this mm-hmm. because I'm not Italian. No, definitely the not. Chris Pratt thing. Okay. The Chris Pratt thing. Okay, let's just speak on it. Let Let's have you speak for all Italians here. Okay. Yes. Can we do this. Yes, of course we. Okay. Can do this. Yeah. S- speak for all Italians. 
the Chris Pratt voicing Mario. Yes, no. Definitive answer. Yes, no. Of course, I would rather it be Robert De Niro as Super Mario. I'd rather have been an Mm -hmm. Al Pacino as Super Mario. A Paul Giamatti as Super Mario. Mm -hmm. But I am going to give Chris Pratt a chance. I think that he has been very good in movies I've liked in the sense that I've liked both of his Guardians of the Galaxy movies. I think that, let's see, maybe he did the work. Maybe he went into Bensonhurst or to Staten Island or Long Island and went to these Italian-American communities and ate our pizza and listened to us speak. And maybe he did the work to pull off this performance in an authentic representative way. So I am not going to judge the Chris Pratt thing until I see the Super Mario Brothers movie. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt that he went out and he did the work to portray Mario in a way that will make Italian-Americans proud. Okay, so this you don't think this is going to be a Viggo Mortensen situation? It's not going to be pasta face? Uh, We'll see. I I don't think so. I, I would hope that Chris Pratt and the producers of the Super Mario Brothers movie they saw that awful Vigo Mortensen performance in uh, with the uh, Green Book, of course. Green Book, where he folds a pizza in half, and I, I think, I don't think this Mario will be that kind of performance. I think it'll be more respectful. Okay, so I'm, I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. Of course, I would have rather it have been Robert De Niro playing Super Mario. Hmm. You know, like. I was skeptical on the voice cast of Mario, first of all, especially Mario is just like the you just seeing people will always wonder what the voice is going to be like. Even if they announced the cast back in like 2021, you had Chris Pratt, not only that, you had Charlie Days, Luigi, Anya Taylor, Joyce Peach, Jack Black as Bowser, which I cannot wait to see Jack Black mm-hmm. as Bowser. This is the biggest thing people are going to talk about for years to come for him, for his career. Keegan Michael Key as Toad, and you got like others, Millet. Miscellaneous cast like Charles Marnett and these cameos, and Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. Like, oh mm. my god, I say Seth Rogen was a great choice, that's for sure. Jack Black, better as I expected, and Anya Taylor Joy. Chris Pratt was the one I had a little thoughts if on. Charlie Day was okay, so I'm still giving him a chance for sure. For sure, I'm sure now, he'll turn this charisma is a... on towards the end. Go on, uh, a star packed vo- vocal cast. Yet, I mean, they've been promoting this movie everywhere. I mean, that's the benefit of having stars in your movie when it comes to these animated films is that they can be the faces of these internet videos where Charlie Day and Chris Pratt say, oh, hey, let's eat English toffee pudding and see if we throw up or whatever it is. And, mm-hmm. and oh, is is it better than uh, Jello pudding? Right. These kind of videos, you need a face for them, and it's better if they're famous faces. Yes, yes. Anna Taylor Joy, she dressed up as Princess Peach for the red carpet. This is yes. great. The pictures were everywhere, mm-hmm. and that benefits awareness, right? But at the end of the day, kids, little kids, don't care about that. But the guardians and the parents who have to take them to it, they might care, right? Well- so awareness is one thing, but interest is another thing. Mm-hmm. And this film is the, even though people know Mario all the way from five to 65, mm-hmm. does that mean a 65 year old is going to go see this film? I don't know if that's correct. I, I don't know if you need a 65 year old to see it by themselves. But I think it will help that a 65-year-old, like Danny said, the grandmas and the grandpas, will be personally interested in this film. And then that'll make them even more excited to take their grandkids or their nieces or their nephews or, you know, whoever, their neighbor's kids, if the neighbor has something to do. And they're like, hey, old person next door, you want to take my kids to see the Super Mario Brothers movie? But I don't think Mm -hmm. you need the the single 65 year old to leave the house to go see it by themselves for this to be successful. Listen, this is a kid's movie, you know, and that yes. is, 
And that is fine Absolutely. because kids' movies, as we've seen with the with the minions, can be gigantic. And I think mm. this is a kids' movie plus in the sense that it's a kid movie that also is just going to have appeal to people in their 20s and 30s who are going out on dates. But if it's even if it were just a kids' movie that had this level of kid interest, as we've seen with the minions and other, you know, Disney movies, Pixar movies, that's enough to be a billion dollar baby right there. Yeah, I, I would not. I predicted this for a billion dollar. Thank so you, I, Danny. I, I would say Pixar movies, ball. Pixar movies are a different beast in a sense because they do. I, I think maybe to to their uh, to the to a problem now. I mean, to a point that is now I think an issue. They are more about what middle aged people think about than what kids think about. I mean, I think that's what Pixar is suffering from. Right where, but in it, it used to be kids and adults could enjoy Pixar movies. Now it's mostly just like, what's the midlife crisis this animator is going through? Let's make a movie about it. But the thing with the Mario movie is that, from what I've read and what I've seen, this is a kids' movie through and through. This isn't mm-hmm. like adults will enjoy it as much as kids. This is for kids, and I think well, that might hinder it. When it comes to making a ton of money over time, because it may be a movie where a parent will go take their kid and be like, I can't sit through this again. I'm waiting for home video. It may be. But again, I think the IP awareness for people who for adults gives it a good shot that it won't be that case. I mean, obviously, the movie could be bad. As we sit here today, we don't have reviews of this film or at least we i do have really review. Uh, i do 55 rotten tomato okay 55%. now you know what just to point this out first of all f the critics uh they thank don't care you. about fun thank you obviously yeah but at the end of the day we got social reactions on saturday on april 1st which was going to be an april fool's shit i thought but they turned to be positive so i can say the faithfulness that easter eggs and all were all praised but complaints on the plot some voice probably, but I think audiences, regardless, and the gamers of the fans even went to see it. Like Eric Davis, I believe he also is a Mario fan. Just to give the comp, this will be a pleasantable, pleasantable film to watch if you're a fan of the series. That's for sure. Right. But if you're having to be an average moviegoer, you're probably going to say it's like average. You know. Right. Right. Pretty much. Right. Mm-hmm. Which I think for a movie that could make a giant amount of money if only kids liked it, that's more than good enough. Is is was what exactly. I'm thinking. I think, and that you look at something like the Minions that has no adult appeal, and those movies end up doing billion dollar worldwide. And I think Super Mario Brothers, just from the recognizability and the nostalgia of the IP, has so much more adult appeal than something like Minions ever could. So I, I yes. mean, you you definitely seem low on this movie, Clayton. I'll throw this out to you right now, just to set this base. The Super Mario Brothers movie, uh, of course, the famous uh, movie starring John Leguizamo as Luigi and Bob Hoskins as Mario, came out on May twenty eighth, nineteen ninety three. Open to nine point six million dollars. Will this new Mario Brothers movie make more than that? Well, yes, yes. Okay. It's yes. a it's a no-brainer. It's completely yes. We've, That's for sure. And will it make more than the aforementioned Fred Savage starring The Wizard, which of course was a movie about them getting to play the new release of Super Mario Brothers 3. That came out in 1989 and really? opened to 2.1 million, so then of course it will make more than that film. Yes. I didn't know about yes. that movie. I'll have to look it up. What's it called? The Wizarding? It is, said? It is the called Wizard. The Wizard. Uh, and it the is Wizard. about a young Fred Savage on a journey to play a tournament, which will unveil the new Super Mario Brothers video game. That's how big the Mario ah, Brothers were. There was a movie about getting to see clips from the new video game. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I got to look it up about that for sure. Um, so I'll, nice I'll throw another one out here, Clayton. Okay. Um, the soup, the biggest video game opening of all time, I'm pretty sure, is last year, April 8th, 2022, 
Sonic the Hedgehog 2 open to $72.1 million. So let's throw that out as another bar. Will this Super Mario Brothers movie make more than Sonic the Hedgehog 2 and become the highest grossing opening weekend ever for a video game adaptation? I'll go to you first, Danny. Will it go higher or lower? It's a higher. You see my thumbs right there for the people are watching on YouTube. It's an obvious yes. And to also throw this question to you both, Sonic, I mean, Mario is bigger than Sonic as an IP. True or false? Yes. Yeah, there's more awareness of Mario than there is of Sonic. It's more awareness. Even though Sonic is a good fan base, for sure, for the kids, but Mario's way bigger, especially it was born before Sonic in 1991. Mm -hmm. 1993, yeah, something like that. But Mario came way before Sonic, that's for sure. That's how awareness it was for Mario. So, so Clay, without giving your final prediction for Mario, we won't go there yet. I guess give me an over under seventy two million. Is Super Mario Brothers going to be the biggest video game movie adaptation opening of all time? Are we talking weekend? Are we talking three day or five day? That is true. This is opening on a Doesn't Wednesday. Doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. go they three day. Usually say it's a three day. Yeah, three day. day. Will it have a three day weekend bigger than seventy two million? Yeah, of course. Okay. So, I mean, I do think that this is going to make it the very least a hundred in its three day. Okay, great. So I just think kids are out of school. The rats need their cheese. The awareness is there. I was going to say about the rats. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. My thing with this is I'm not talking about this opening weekend. I think it could be a little bit softer than people are thinking, but I think what really is going to suffer is I don't know if this is going to be a billion dollar baby. I'm sorry, Danny. I don't know if it'll be that. Just that's because a good question. I... That's a good. That's a good comp. Now, to the fans of the gamers, it's like a Marvel event because there is a post credit scene to set what happens next. I don't uh-huh. know what happened. I'm saying. So I think the gamers are going to try to come out for this whole weekend mm-hmm. to see what happens next. So that's like gotta go see this before spoilage online, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Now. Good question. It, it's going to t- dedicate the legs for the families of kids. I'm not sure if gamers are going to like prompt to see this movie again if they wanted to, to say how good it was. Even for me, I might go see it a few times if it's super good to me. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that so, is going to see where it's at. Now, this is not at the same level, of course, because it's not Mario is going to make more money than this film. Mm-hmm. I think domestically. Mm-hmm. Or it might not, actually. Uh, Puss in Boots. Okay. Right? The Last Wish, okay? That was a film that, of course, opened soft for a number of reasons, but then went on this this long, long run that just ended very recently. But that was a movie that both adults and kids loved. That's what got that movie to over $175 million domestic, is that we had somebody that was, we had someone who emailed us, and gosh, I wish I could remember who it was, but they said that uh, one of the first weekends they saw a little kid dancing at the end, shaking mm-hmm. his little butt. And then the other end of the theater was a middle-aged man shaking his tuchus. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if Mario is going to have the same thing. There might be the little kids jumping around and singing to the Mario music. And there could be a 45 year old going, Mm-hmm. And that's for the YouTubers. <laughs> I was the YouTube fans. I just was, I crossed my arms and I was silent. Right, right. I thought that's you were planking. I thought you were planking. This... <laughs> no, I, no, I wasn't yeah. planking. Uh, my planking, mm-hmm. click here for my planking channel mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right here. Subscribe to my planking channel. Yep. But I, yep, yep. Thank you, Danny. So I think that that's the thing that's going to hold this back, maybe. I mean, do you think, do you guys think this domestically? is going to make more than uh, Puss in Boots. I mean, I think if it doesn't, then this is a disaster. Because, listen, Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, incredible hit, incredible legs, greatest showman-type run. It has made $184 million domestic. If we're thinking mm-hmm. the Super Mario Brothers movie is opening over $100 million, five-day more than that, if this movie makes less yeah. than $184 million, it's a disaster. So, yes, 100% slam doink. It's going to make more than Puss in Boots The Last Wish. And if it doesn't, honestly, that means there may have been some kind of 
population ending disaster that happens in the next week, you know, uh, really? So you think if this thing doesn't leg out to at least over two, two fifty, maybe even three domestic, then it, it, there's an extinction level event. Yes. Yes. Because I don't even think well, you're, the start yes, you're of a very pan- confident. I don't even think the start of a pandemic would keep it at one uh, under 184. Cause remember when the, 2020 pandemic started you still had a few more weeks where invisible man and bloodshot and and those movies were in movie theaters so yeah yeah it would be extinction level event that happens in the next few weeks if the super mario brothers movie doesn't get over 184 million dollars yes that that is what it would take. i mean i guess I guess I'm focusing too much on the long term of this and not on the short term of this, which is this is about the opening weekend. Exactly. And I don't know if bad buzz or adults disliking this film is going to really affect the first five days. Right. And that's, again, if adults actually are disliking this film because reviews and a 55% Rotten Tomato meter does not equal adult moviegoers don't love this movie. You know, that is still to yeah. be seen. Because this is a Super Mario Brothers movie. This movie getting great critical reviews would have been bananas. So I yeah, don't yeah. think that is a barometer at all on this. I want to go back to talking about the cast as we preview this movie. One name that I think we really should focus on, and Danny, you were you highlighted it when you said his name, Jack Black is playing Bowser, a.k.a. King mm-hmm. Koopa. I mean, Bowser, yeah. if this is a kid's movie, you can't have a better person in your cast than Jack Black. So, Danny, as a youngster, you know, representing the, repping the young generation, what is Jack Black's stardom to people who are in their 20s and younger? Like, what do you know him from? What does he mean to the young people, is he a draw? School of Rock, mm-hmm. Goosebumps, where he played R.L. Stein, Gulliver's Travel. I didn't see that one, unfortunately. Uh, Jumanji. There you go. And I'm pretty sure I I don't know I don't know if I miss a few clicks of stardom, but yeah, Jumanji, School of Rock, Goosebumps. Okay, Tenacious D in the Pick so. of Destiny. That doesn't mean anything to you, right? No. Oh, he was, he was in King Kong, though, right? I'm pretty sure I forgot King Kong. And he was in King Kong. Was a combo yes, yes. Yep. So that's the thing, Clayton. I think Jack Black is the perfect guy to have in this cast, both for the promotion and I think adults love him. You know, even people in their 60s, they were probably, that's who were Tenacious D fans, let's be honest. And he's just a guy who's been a famous guy and he's great in kids movies. I think he's going to mean a lot to this box office the next few weeks. He had a gaming channel for a while there. Mm-hmm. He had a gaming channel. It was called Jablinski games on YouTube. I used to subscribe to really. It. Yeah. Oh, I got to check it out. I got to check so it out. He, he's a legit gamer. Um, yeah. I mean, I do think he's re vitalized his career by doing kids films, which is what a lot of, the comedic actors end up doing at a certain point after they have kids. They're like, I want to make movies that my kids can watch. And he has done that as successfully as you can do it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So what are, I want to get, what is everyone's plans for seeing this film? Uh, So Danny, do you already have tickets to see the super Mario brothers this week? Yes, there might be a little bad news. Obviously, in Michigan, Michigan has dumb weather for no goddamn reason. Mm-hmm. So there might be a little thunderstorm, a little mix of like severe weather going on. I'm praying it just goes smoother. I'm seeing at 6.30 p.m. tomorrow. Wow. And if it doesn't just go normal, my replan is to see it Friday with my young siblings. So at okay. the moment, at least. So, yeah, I'm hoping tomorrow is fine. I'm praying to God. But if... It all else fails Friday for sure. Got it. So, so. Uh, Clayton, of course, we were talking about this off mic. I got tickets for myself, for yourself, and for a uh, friend of the show, Aaron Rose Foley-Chan, to go see this in IMAX on Saturday night. But 
you as of now are not committing to it because you have to get up early on Sunday. And I, I of course think yeah. you need to rethink that. Uh, I mean, listen, there I are movies ask. I would lose out on sleep for. And Mario Brothers is not one of those. Films. Wow. 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 If this was an air situation, if we were going to see Ben Affleck and Matt Damon and Chris Tucker in air, I would say, you know what? I'll sleep when I'm dead. Wow. But it's Mario Brothers. It's a cartoon film. I am a grown man. And so I am saying I will sleep. Wow. Uh, Wow. If it was Top Gun, would you sleep? I would never know. No, of course. Of course not. To pretend this is Top Gun like that. Yeah, okay. I mean, Pretend. you can pre- um, even the limits of my imagination are not that that uh, that vast, uh, uh, Danny, to pretend that this is Top Gun. I listen, I have nothing against Mario. I have nothing against Mario fans, but a person I, I, making a personal you have choice, something against Italians. I well, you know that. Yes, of course I do. Yes. But course. that is not factoring in to my decision for this film. But I just think that I am not going to enjoy this movie because it is a kid's movie. Oh, boy. Well, a movie you did mention uh, that I think we should touch on in this weekend preview. There is another big movie opening this weekend. It is Air, the story of Michael Jordan's Air Jordan sneakers at Nike. It is starring Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. They're back together. Ben Affleck directed this film. Of course, Ben Affleck directed great movies like The Town and Argo and Gone Baby Gone. And, you know, this is his comeback directorial effort. It's getting a wide release thanks to the great Amazon Studios. They're putting this out. I was going to say Amazon. Yes. So, Danny, you salute that Amazon Amazon is putting movies in movie theaters. Yeah. Is Amazon, and they're but putting this, this is the big. This will be the big test because this isn't MGM. This is Amazon. Well, MGM is actual Amazon. It's all the same Stop thing. It. This is actually Amazon who are going to try and and uh, successfully launch a film in theaters, and a film that is meant to make money, not a film that is an awards like an awards aimed film like they were doing before or small comedies like well, late think, night, the thing that torpedoed them. I think, I think air is going to be both for them. I mean, I think this is definitely yeah, an awards I, play as well. The reviews are super strong and like reaction wise with social media, it's just might be both of that contending like that. Even yeah. Oscar uh, could happen. Yep. I'm talking Top about movies. Year. Movies like uh, what was the one with K- that case Manchester by the Sea? That is an awards play, right? Right. I don't know if they were expecting yeah. that movie to make uh, 50, 60, 70 million dollars. That was more like we won a trophy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is a movie that could be both. Well, I, and I, I mean, Manchester, I think Manchester the by aim, the Sea did make $48 million domestic. So it was very successful for that type of movie. How much of that was after it won? Well, that I, I don't have right in front of me. But, I mean, it is yeah. a movie that did well at the box office, you know, for an adult drama. Okay. Uh, and it seems like it made all of its money. It got to $47 million before March of that year. So it made all its money before the Oscars. But this has Argo potential. I mean, this has more potential than a movie about, spoiler alert, a depressed man who killed his kids in a fire because he was drunk. Well, he killed his whole family, right? What do you think? No, no, he didn't kill his wife. What do you think then the. a successful opening weekend for this movie would be because I, I don't think air is a movie that has any shot of opening. I think high end would be 15 or 16. That would be incredible. Oh yeah. But, but see, this is a, this is the opposite case of, of Mario here is that, I mean, this is like the legs could take this thing. If yes. People love it. And, and this, and the good word of mouth, cause there's going to be people who are either going to see Mario first or just stay home. You know, and they're going to need to know this movie is great. Right. Now, again, critics don't matter, huh? 
99% uh-huh. right now on Rotten Tomatoes for this film. Right. So obviously this feels like it's a little bit of catnip for uh, critics. But I do think that this is a movie that could end up making more than something like Manchester. Right. Just so, because it's, people love sneakers. Well, people love basketball. Going to our youth correspondent here, Danny. Um, what does Michael Jordan mean to you? You know, he also, like Mario, is a icon of the late 80s and of the 90s. Um, but obviously, Michael Jordan had to stop playing basketball at one point, unlike Mario, who could race his Mario Kart forever and ever. Is Michael Jordan a big star? Are the Air Jordans themselves still something that people of your generation are going bananas for? What what is your interest level in Air, the Michael Jordan, Air Jordan story? Unfortunately, I don't have interest because Mario, second of all, Mm -hmm. I do know Michael Jordan is a big, big star. Yes. And Space Jam, the 1998 one, I believe, Mm -hmm. was a huge star hit, obviously. Um. Yeah, I mean, the brand himself, even it's been popular in the trend since he's been playing basketball. And then these brands of that came on to appealing to many people who enjoys Michael Jordan, watching him play, and then his brand going on. So, yeah, it totally means a lot to even I uh, respect that and respect people like that as well. So I'm sure it is an IP like that. Not as wide as Mario that's been along, but yeah, Michael Jordan definitely fits to be a decade of that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Michael Jordan still has that appeal. The sneakers probably more. So uh, I am also seeing this film on Friday night and I'm seeing it with my wife because she cannot wait to see Ben Affleck and Matt Damon together again. So I think that's a huge thing. I think Affleck and Damon as a team have a lot of appeal to men and women and i think ben affleck has really done well for himself being photographed with all those dunkin donuts and getting back together with j-lo i think that's really made him popular again i think amongst women in their 20s and 30s uh clayton now, do you think that ben affleck has done good for himself by being a photograph with so much dunkin donuts these last few years he's a man of the people mm-hmm. and i think men of the people are making a comeback, mm-hmm. right? You've mm-hmm. got Tom Cruise and Maverick, right? That was such a successful movie because he, it as that character felt like a man of the people, right? Yep. You're seeing, uh, you know, Tom Hanks in A Man Called Otto. Now that wasn't a barn burning hit, but people went to see it because he fe- he feels like a man of the people. Yep. Those kind of actors are having a moment right now. Yep. yep. And I think that. Ben Affleck can join that group. Now I'm going to give you guys a really interesting factoid here. Okay. About Mario and Michael Jordan. (gasps) So Mario's first appearance in a video game was Donkey Kong, Mm -hmm. which was released in 1981. And Michael Jordan's freshman year of college was 1981. So in the public consciousness, both of these icons have been around around the same amount of time wow so it is a battle of the 40 plus year icons wow damn yeah isn't that interesting it's interesting i learned that fact right now oh my goodness wow yeah i see how that goes wow yeah i mean that is that is amazing i think that Mario's probably going to be the first choice, but I think you're right that air is going to be something that's going to make its bones in the weeks to come. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, amazing that these, these two icons from the eighties have endured and are still so popular right now. And, you know, when you mentioned though, how the man of the people is making a comeback, obviously Ben Affleck, he's a man of the people, but there is no bigger man of the people than, Super Mario himself. I mean, he is a plumber. He is a plumber. He yep. lives in pipes. You know, he he bursts out of pipes. He wears overalls. There is no mm-hmm. more man of the people than Mario. And I think he will, like Maverick himself, he'll be someone who appeals to the coasts. He's from New York. 
but he's going to appeal to the stacks, to the plain billies who know what a day's labor is like the way Mario the plumber does. Well, workwear is very popular mm-hmm. in the fashion world right now. Mm. And for young people in, in New York City, you see people wearing workwear even when they are just out on a stroll. Mm-hmm. So Mario and Luigi, they're rocking that workwear. So that is something that I think people can relate to. So, guys, do we want to get into it and uh, uh, give our actual predictions for what is going to happen this weekend, what the numbers are going to be on these movies? Mm -hmm. I think it's time. Before we do, I was going to – back to what you were saying about can it make over Puss in Boots domestically. It's crazy if it doesn't. It has to. It has to at least. Yeah. I could say 300 up to that. It's going to be good, especially it costs a little more than what animated movies usually make. So, I mean, budget wise, I don't know how much it costs, but it's like 100 or something. That's all I know. But mm-hmm. I'm sure it will pass Muslim Boots for the time being. Yes. Yeah. It's for sure. I mean, I, I, I'm calling out. Clayton, there is a world that I, this is not going to be my prediction. There's a world in which this movie opens and it's five day. And gets close to making what Last Wish did in total. I mean, there is a oh, scenario I mean, one fifty. Yeah, for sure. So again, it would take an extinction level event for Super Mario Brothers to not end up in the end making more than one hundred eighty-four million dollars. Hmm. Hmm. Um. Absolutely. So I think let's get into it. And Clayton, do you? want to or or you know what let's let our guest go first guest yeah danny why don't you give the first prediction give us your top five and uh give us your predicted three-day number for super mario brothers and air when you get to them in your top five so number one slam doink Mm -hmm. jump pop out the super block coin mario brothers movie i'm predicting look I said this on my own show on the Road to Mario episode. I may be going too much on the five or three day. I'm going 163, 162 probably at my most, at least. Even if it's a five day, cool. But I'm going 162 on that three or five day, I can say. Hopefully the IP is bigger. The word of mouth audiences gets people to come on seeing this for sure. It's a five day. I'm hoping the kids will even like it. Even the critics don't matter, huh? Huh? Huh. So I gotta go one number I gotta go one sixty two for sure. So number one, slam doing Mario Brothers movie. Number two, I say it's going to be Dungeons and Dragons, perhaps. I had a great time with that movie, by the way. Oh, my review's wow. up on my podcast, by the way. I love I, it's probably one of my biggest surprises of the year. I love that movie actually, since Bullet Train. So number two, Dungeons and Dragons. Number three is gonna be for sure air mm. air for sure i don't i think i don't know i don't have exact number but i'm going at least 11 million dollar opening day yep. weekend at least if the mario ip takes over that all weekend let me just say that right now even in my effect dozens of dragons but paramount pictures i hope they get this dub too mm-hmm. number four john wick chapter four credible movie i'd say number four and number five, I'd say Scream 6. Wow. And yeah, Creed 3 and Shazam are going to be out of the top five. But I think Creed's going to be above than Shazam for sure. Wow. Yeah. I love it, Danny. Those are some great picks. And I'm going to go next here. Um, so number one, of course, will be the Super Mario Brothers movie. And I'm going big on this. I'm going... The three day is going to be a hundred and thirty-two million dollars. That is my predicted three-day weekend. I think this smashes, smashes the opening of the original Minions movie. It's going to be Illumination's biggest opening ever, and I'm going with a hundred and seventy million dollar five day 
Hall for the wow. Super Mario Brothers movie. My friend just predicted that on my show for it around 170 or something. Yeah, I'm going 170. Sure. This is going to be gigantic. Scott Mendelson from last year was talking about how he thinks the Super Mario Brothers movie will be the biggest grossing movie of this entire year. And you either go big or you go home. This is Pixar level. This is MCU classic level. This is an event. Super Mario Brothers movie. 170 for the five day. So that's where I'm going with that. Number two is going to be Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves. I think it'll do about 16, 17 million dollars probably. So for number two, then uh, number three is going to be. Hmm. It is, it is, it is tough here, but I think I'm going to go John Wick chapter four is going to be number three and that'll do about right underneath Dungeon Dragons. It's probably going to be close. Um, and then I'm going to go air number four and I think air could open to, I think it could open to. $14 million in the three day. I think the comp I'm going to go with here is house of Gucci. And obviously this mm. movie doesn't have lady Gaga, but house of Gucci opened in November, 2021, still a COVID time. But I think air plays to that same audience, you know, an audience mm -hmm. that likes those stars and a sort of adult fun star vehicle. And I think it'll do the same $14 million that Gucci did then. And it, it might get to 20 in the five day, you know, I think it's going to mm -hmm. get Gucci did 22. I'll say it does the same three and five days house of Gucci. So that's good for number four. And then number five is going to be, I think Danny nailed it. I think it's scream six, you know, it's not going to be his only son. They're, you know, the fans of that movie are going to be home celebrating Easter. So, yeah, mm -hmm. it is looking at this. It's very interesting how Dungeons and Dragons, John Wick and Air could all come very close to one another. So I think those are very interchangeable in the lineup. So but that's where I'm going. So, Clayton, take us home with your predictions for your top five. Well, barring an extinction level event, of course, mm -hmm. that should be just understood. Mario number one slam doink, of course. Yep. Yep. Three day. I mean, the the one thing that makes me think, Pat, I think you're a little uh, that's that's pretty high. But movies have been overperforming. We still haven't caught up to how many people are actually going to the theater i feel like right i mean everything has felt like it's gone a little bit higher mm -hmm. than expected so i'm gonna go modestly high for me on this three this three day and i'm gonna say 130 okay that's high for me. That's high. For what I think it's going to actually do. For, for me, it's day? high. Yeah. I'm high yeah, on mushrooms right now. Day. Great. Awesome. That's a that's nice to just get a nice mushroom high before you go to bed. Just like Mario. Now, I Yeah. Now, I think with that saying 130, I think this is going to make 150 5 day. Okay. 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 Um okay. So that is my Mario. Mm -hmm. Number two, D and D. I I have faith in this movie, even though it did keep dropping. I mean, it even dropped after we were we did our episode Monday morning. Mm. The weekend amount dropped, but I do think excellent word of mouth. People are, are gonna see this movie in uh, enough numbers that it is gonna beat John Wick. Mm -hmm. So I think number three is gonna be John Wick four. Number four is going to be air. I'm I'm thinking I'm thinking twelve around that eleven mm -hmm. twelve for the for the four for the three day, and then more of like a nineteen 
I think 19 for the five day. Okay. I do think that's a movie people are going to see later. Uh, and then number five, I think it's going to be Scream. Scream 6. Wow. A resilient wow. movie that is going to be over 100 million is already over 100 million. Another win for Paramount. The best mm. studio going. Yes. And so, yeah. Yes. So I, that is my top five. Wow. Back to my uh, thing real quick. I want to make a little change. Okay. So for the okay, so for the five day, it's definitely one sixty two. But for the three day, I'd say one thirty five. Interesting. And okay. Back to my top ten, top five. I forgot how John Wick had a had a decent drop, being second place. So I'm gonna have to switch air from number three to number four, like you guys, and have John Wick's number three, Dungeons and Dragons number two. Yeah. So okay. Yep, that's my final thoughts. That's it. Yeah. That's when I make the cementings. I mean, here's the, here's the big takeaway. We all think that the Super Mario Brothers movie is poised to make $130 million or more in its three-day weekend. So yeah. even uh, uh, Clayton, who has some doubts about this film, who as of right now doesn't want to give up his sleep to see this film, though that may change over the course of this week, even Clayton has this pegged for over $130 million. You know, this the anticipation mm -hmm. for this movie is Pixar, Marvel level, Marvel, of course, from four or five years ago, not today, Marvel. It is that level of event. So this is a very exciting, very exciting weekend, guys. And, and I'm very glad to have been able to share this with you. And Danny, thank you for being on the show, but also for being in character as wario this is incredible for our youtube mm -hmm. viewers you know what they say greed is good that's <laughs> the saying that is the <laughs> saying um greed greed is good <laughs> wow so daddy um tell uh our listeners tell the wannabe yo boys wannabe yo girls wannabe yo people People, where they could find you, what your show is about, and why they should be excited to listen to the newest episodes. So my podcast, again, for those that haven't been checking it out, I will love to throw reminders, or for those coming in new, uh, my podcast, I am a genetic indie podcaster, goes, loves going to the movies, see whatever's on the big screen, that I typically love to see, depending on the marketing, then I just... Drop my reviews, share on the mic. I either do it solely or have most most of the time guests as I can. I also do little topics depending on the feed going on and movie business. And I just released my Dozen Dragons episode. Need some support on that one before I drop the Mario review, which actually it's going to be next week of the review because my friend of mine who was going to be on my show for that. He isn't seeing it till next week. So and besides, I have nothing else to see throughout the whole month of April. Just Mario. We're heading into May, so my Mario review will be dropping at least next Thursday at the least for sure. So totally a big episode for you guys to check out, especially my Dungeons and Dragons episode. Also, but the Mario review, you should definitely look into that for sure. I even released a pregame Hype Road Mario episode where I got nostalgic with my guest, trip down the memory lane. So don't forget to check that out if you want to. I even have a YouTube channel available since January. You guys are welcome to subscribe on there. I screen you screen for movies is the name and you know, whatever podcast you can find me on that you listen to. Great. So you got to go to Danny's YouTube channel and we're all pointing down at it down there. You got to subscribe, smash that subscribe button, smash that like button, smash, smash, yeah. smash. That is very super important. smash yeah. brothers. Yes. 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 <laughs> uh, and of course you could, like, subscribe, smash our YouTube channel. The B.O. Boys are on YouTube. We are YouTubers. Give us five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts. Email us at the B.O. Boys Podcast at gmail.com. We love getting your emails and your predictions. Um, I'll just throw out this number. Austin, you sent us an incredible email with your thoughts about Super Mario. And I'm just going to throw out Austin's number predictions so for the three-day, Austin has Mario opening to $108 million. And then number two, he's got D&D &D holding well at 17. He's got John Wick number three. He's got Air opening at 13. 
And then he's got Creed three at number five, not Scream six. So Ooh. there you go. So thank you, Austin, for your great email and your predictions. Real quick, my social media wise, for those that want to find mm-hmm. me, you can find me at on Twitter. I forgot to mention on Twitter at ISUS4MPod. Again, that is ISUS4MPod to the listeners that want to follow me on Twitter, or they can leave it in the description of the episode show notes. And I do have a TikTok. Uh, I post not only my quick reviews out of the theaters, but I do post audiograms, et cetera, et cetera. So my name's Ice Cream, you scream for movies on TikTok. If you guys want to find me on there as well and follow, give it a follow and support. Yeah, that's it, really. I mean, guys, nice. I think we've done it. I, there's nothing else to say, right, Clayton? Is there? We totally have done it. We've done it. No, we there's it. nothing else to say except for until next time. Well, well smell you at the, the bar. bar.